I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages. Or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Beachistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon Rangers15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. This is Prospect Ricky Manasco, and you're listening to the Ranger Report podcast. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at bdieter 75 I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the Twitter. And we're doing one of those weird things tonight, CJ, where it's just you and me. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. After we're having seven people on the last show we did, you know, now we're yeah. going, going crazy and going back to us too. By the way, if you haven't gone to listen to that great show, we had some great voices on. We had uh, we had John Moore. We had Alex Plink. We had Tyler Nielsen, who, you know, we enjoy having on, CJ's friend. We had Jeff Wilson. So it was a good show. We had a lot of good people on there. That was a blast. Uh, yeah, it's a lot quieter this time. Yes, it will be a lot quieter. <laughs> Probably a lot shorter too, because you know we can get, we can actually get through topics. Yes, we can get through them with that without seven opinions. But I mean, that was that was a blast. Every, oh, that was every, a lot of fun. Every, every every topic and every I mean everything we talked about had plenty of opinions and plenty of logical opinions and yep. plenty of informed opinions. So we hope that y'all enjoy that. If you haven't, like Ben said, go and take a look. It's only it's only problem stuff. with it is we might shorten it to a few less people next time because I felt like not everyone got their voice heard. Yep. Yeah, because you know yeah. some people, some people like to talk. I won't mention any names, but <clears> not <throat> on this podcast. But yeah. no, no, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but like you said, everyone had good opinions. You know, either mm-hmm. that or we'll just have to go for two hours and then cut it in half and post it a couple, couple different episodes. Might what we do next time? Yeah, well, I mean, there's that was again that was that was, that was certainly a blast, a learning experience too. When you have a, a roundtable like that and so many people, like yep, just just when you try to squeeze it into a certain time frame, it's hard to get. It's just hard to get as much in as you want, yep. really. I mean, as much as we wanted, much as everybody else wanted, it felt yep. like we, I mean, we could have gone two hours because everybody was enjoying yeah. themselves. I agree. And just talking baseball. So it was great. I agree with you there. We also had, I also had the one with Christian Rao, the Rao report. That was a good one that 
aired over the weekend. So another thing, and I never say it, but we have a Patreon, we have a buy me a coffee. And of course we have the shop, lots of good shirts. We put out our, our, our uh, decades shirts. There's a seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousand shirts. They're cool looking, and off. they're really good. By the way, I haven't. I'm about to ship some of those to me and CJ. We haven't got our own versions yet, so we're gonna we're gonna get a couple of those and uh, and show you guys how they look when they come in. So, if you want one, I'll do something on Twitter. Maybe give a couple of them away just so I can get a few of them out there. Yeah, they're they're really cool looking. They did a great job designing these suckers. I mean, it's just uh, it's so cool. It yeah, so just, go to the rangerreport.com slash yeah, check them out. Check, them, check out them out. Sure. They are pretty cool. And all the regular stuff we've had there, cups and mouse pads and stickers and all kind of junk, whatever you want, we've got it there for you about the Ranger Report podcast. So all right, tonight I wanted to start with our week in review. Week in review. I thought we'd start with maybe something the Rangers have going on, CJ. They may have a bullpen issue or two happening right now if you look at this last week. Yeah, as we go over the weekend review, it was a good week until the past three days. Yeah. And yeah, the bullpen's really kind of shown us. I mean, everybody down to Dennis Santana yeah. um, has had had difficulties uh, in the past. Now, Brett Martin gave up a run today, but it was the, that stupid zombie runner I cannot yeah. stand. But, yeah. um, you know... It, I don't know. It's just, it's tough to diagnose because LeClerc had a bad outing. Uh, Matt Moore was not as efficient as usual. Yep. Um, Josh Spores is back up for the first time in, a, in quite a while. Uh, he's down he, again. He, yeah, he's down again. Yeah. <laughs> or was back up. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was, was yeah. back up and he now was he's back, back down. And Jonathan Hernandez came back up today. That's good to see. Yep. And he pitched well coming out of the pin and, but and I mean, I mean, it's just it's just one of the and Taylor Hearn. I mean, didn't have a terrible outing of he's one Charlie Culberson can of corn play or not can of corn, but a routine yeah. play away from. I mean, maybe having a having a really a really good outing. He yep. was he was strong, and I mean, if Culberson makes that this routine play, it goes right right between his legs and yep. and extends the inning, and you you just can't give away outs. No, and they've been doing that a lot over the last week. Yeah, and, and Leody, I was kind of upset with him uh, in the first game against Seattle on yeah. Thursday because he just he won. He got a bad jump on a ball, looked like he just didn't read it off the bat very well. And then another later on in the game, he took a bad route to a ball, and he could have gotten, could have, and got should have gotten both of them, especially yeah. considering considering his defensive capability. So, I mean, it's not all been on the pitching, but I mean, right now with the way the bullpens been pitching you can't give away you i mean you never really want to give never can afford to give away outs but especially right now when the bullpen needs all the help that they can get and they're not getting help defensively either and it's kind of just been a uh, a perfect disaster yeah. i guess uh just both things both bad things happening at the same time because the the offense staking the Staking the team out that was two games in a row. They scored five runs in the first or four in the first. And was it five? It was five. Yeah, it was four and uh, five in the Wednesday and four on Thursday. Four on Thursday. And then yeah. Thursday when they gave away. Yeah. The Wednesday one got interesting towards the end. Yes, it did. Uh, yeah, because LeClerc came in and, and struggled. And it's hard to put a finger on it because everybody's struggling. When, it, when Dennis Santana goes out there and struggles uh, like he did the other night, last night, was it? And uh, it's just... I don't know. It just, you kind of, you kind of lose, lose confidence. It was good to see Alexi, AJ Alexi come in and, and relieve Hearn yesterday. And he did, he did fine. Yep. Uh, so that's probably what they're looking at with Alexi now is probably more of a bullpen role yeah. moving forward, at least, at least for the time being. He might revisit the starter role later on. But right now, they moved him to the bullpen in AAA. 
and they found a need for him to come back up, obviously with the bullpen getting used quite a bit yeah. of recent. So getting him, getting him in was, was nice to see and see him pitch well. Yeah. And that's really where I want to stem back to is it's been really starting pitching. Hasn't gone deep enough into the games, you know, barring, mm-hmm. John Gray on Wednesday, the game I covered, the game I was at. John Gray was amazing on Wednesday. But even Martin Perez struggled on Thursday. He pitched, he wound up getting out of it and going five innings, but he had 75 pitches after three innings. I mean, the starters are struggling to get deep into games. And so this bullpen is getting severely overused. Right. And and that's something that and it was against Oakland with when on Martin's start. Yeah, he was able to battle through five. Uh, but that's something Oakland, it doesn't matter how good or bad they are, they are always annoying at the plate, I guess yeah. you'd say. Yep. They make you work. They'll foul off a million pitches. And usually Martin's able to finish guys off like that. But he had 10 strikeouts, didn't yeah. he? Was it 10? I believe so, yeah. And it was nine I, or 10. Yeah. It was a so it's not like he was he wasn't missing any bats. It's just that's Oakland. Yeah. They're they're gonna be patient and they're gonna foul off pitches and, and take you to three two and have a lot of eight to 10 pitch bats. I mean, it just, it's Correct. just, it's been that way for, I mean, since they went to, to play in Moneyball, yeah, it's the way they've been. And, but, but still it wasn't just the Perez start. I mean, it's just no. been, it's been everybody and giving away that out the other day with Culberson on Hearn, yep. uh, you know, didn't allow that, that would have gotten Hearn out of the inning. Um, instead they ended up uh, giving up three runs, I believe in that inning. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's just a bad, bad combination of bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it I is, put it. it's, it's the starting pitching, not going deep enough. The defense, not playing tight, you know, not, not pulling up the ship tight enough and the mm-hmm. bullpen just being overused. And, you know, this all-star break is super needed. These guys are going to get some much needed rest except for Seager and, uh, and Martin Perez, but <laughs> the rest of them are going to get some much needed rest. And I yeah. think, think they're going to come back and start the second half, you know, pretty well. Yeah, they'll. That's just the main thing right now is they they kind of just appear to be fatigued. Yeah, uh, especially after that game. You know, they came out all guns a blazing uh, on Thursday, got ahead four zero, and then it just seems like since that point they just kind of look tired. Yeah, uh, all around really, and especially in the bullpen. And yep. it's just it's just kind of coming the right time to have that break and get some guys some rest, get away from baseball for for a couple of days and. And just kind of recharge and refuel. And I mean, even even Seeger and, and Perez, it's not like they're they're going to have to go out and expend a lot. Of, well, Perez might since it's his first All Star appearance, but yeah, this isn't the first rodeo for Seeger, who will no. be in the home run derby. Yep, yeah, that'll be fun. So, all right, next I want to move on to Zach Rex. It only take a second. He got DFA'd. Not really a surprise for anyone to bring uh, Hernandez back, and no no one's going to pick him up. He'll be he'll wind up being at Round Rock for the rest of the year, and we'll see how that goes. But I mean, really. Not a big shock that he's been DFA. Yeah, they got Steven Duggar, who's probably going to be that other outfielder that Rex kind of came up and down playing the role of, you know, for the rest of the year, that backup guy, which they're not worried about um, Duggar's, you know, about really getting him his at-bats. They just want him there for when they need him. And eventually, you know, I think both Rex and Duggar won't be here anymore. And they're going to, they're going to, I mean, at some point we're going to see Bubba this year. I just don't know when. I know, and I, it was surprising that the earlier, we were talking about it before coming on air, the yeah. earlier Hernandez call up. Uh, I fully expected that to be Bubba, but also yep. uh, Hernandez is a, I guess, a veteran minor leaguer. Yeah. So he's, he's what, he, almost 30, isn't he? Well, yeah. And he was actually the uh, second uh, highest international signing the year that the Rangers signed Nomar Mazzara. Yeah. So it, he was highly talented. 
highly touted, signed with the Royals. And for whatever reason, it just never did transpire for him there. But um, he had an RBI hit, a big RBI hit earlier today. Uh, yeah. In AAA, he was hitting 295, OBP at 364. Yeah, I mean, his OPS overall was 910. That's yeah. excellent. That's yeah, excellent. Very good. So it's not like he didn't earn it. Yeah. But and with him, with his age, let me look. He is. Yeah, I was gonna say he's close to thirty. I don't think yeah, he is 30, 20, 27, 27. 27. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so he spent seven years in the minors. Correct. Yeah. See, yeah, something like that. But yeah, so it's just Bubba's like you said. Expect to see Bubba this year at some point, yeah. and. Especially, you know, if Duggar just continues to do what well, what he does, and and uh, he'll he'll have to get DFA'd, which will open up a spot for on the yeah. forty man. For I mean, we we've, we've already seen Steel Walker up here. You know, we have year. we have him and all his chains. Him and all his uh, chains, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's funny we 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 talk about Zach Rex and how it just hasn't transpi- transpired for him at the major league level. You know, it, Round Rock he's hitting three thirty one. Oh yeah, I mean, he's, he's tearing a, it up at Round Rock. He's got Rock. a thousand OPS. So yeah, uh, maybe maybe if somebody would try to try to claim him and the Rangers could get a trade out of it. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, he's got a, he's hitting 331, 1,000 OPS, six home runs, six, 21 RBIs, and he's spent a pretty significant amount uh, of time at the big league level as well. So that's yeah, that's and he did okay, not great. He did okay. Yeah, he was all right. Uh, with the Rangers just now trading for Duggar, I would you know they don't want to send him down just yet. No, I agree. He's going to be up here for a little. All right, I went to the game Wednesday and covered it. Uh, some of you might know if you follow us on Twitter, if you follow the Ranger Report on Twitter at the Ranger Report. Fun. I want to talk a little bit about John Gray, man. He was amazing. He used his slider more than he ever had before. I wrote about it on Dallas Sports Nation. He threw more sliders than he did fastballs. He did. And he threw more sliders than he ever has in his career. And he said, mm-hmm. he even said in the postgame press conference to us that he felt like he kind of abused his slider. He used it so much. <laughs> but I mean, it was working for him. And I'll tell you what. That game, I mean, you know, LeClerc tried to make an interesting at the end and we were all mm-hmm. sweating in the press box. We were like, come on, come on. This can actually be a short game and we can get out of here. Don't go, <laughs> don't, don't get into overtime again. But yeah. uh, you know, what was it? was it? still uh, a short game, but it was only, yeah, it was only two hours and 43 minutes, I think, when it was all said and done. But we didn't want it to go into extra innings after the night before. Yeah, no, he, he looked outstanding and I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I expected him to be pretty good. He has yeah. been better than I, than I thought he would be yep. now. I think we didn't give him enough credit because when you look at the numbers and we always do, and sometimes we get in trouble and this one, I'll go ahead and say I'm in trouble personally for this one, because you look at the numbers and you're just like, ah, well, he was in Colorado. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think I gave him enough credit and yeah. um, yeah. So, but he's, he's been outstanding. Yep. And that uh, game, he was incredible. He gave up one hit and it was arguably not even a hit. He said it was a hit. But, you know, it could have been called an but error. The, the Simeon. The yeah. Simeon. Yeah. Yep. The Simeon could have been called ball. an error. He said in post game when we were talking to him, he said he considered that a hit. He didn't think that was a missed call by the scorekeeper. He thought that was a hit. He said that was a legit hit. But, yeah, I mean, the only thing I wanted, I wanted him to come back out for the eighth. But Woody decided not to bring him back mm-hmm. out because he was only at 94 pitches, 95 yeah, he, pitches. He, he yeah. could have come out for the eighth. But I think right before the All-Star game, I think Woody just decided, you know, they had a five nothing lead at that point, and I think what he decided, okay, you know, I think he's done enough in this game. Yeah, I agree, and and I don't. Uh, I was a little surprised, but I don't. It's not that I disagree with it. It's just I was I was a little surprised. But like you said, it's the All Star break. 
uh, he missed quite a bit of time to start the season. He did. And he also and had to wear a knee brace for all. He had to wear the off. knee brace. Yeah. So it, it made, you know, kind of made sense there to give him a little, yeah. Uh, give him a little extra rest, especially after, you know, I mean, getting to leave on a high note, an extremely high note on that. Yeah. But, and, and getting, getting juiced up and ready to go. Oh, I can't say juice in baseball, can I? No, you can't. Um, <laughs> get him, <laughs> get him revitalized yeah. and, and let him, let him get some rest and, and re-energized yep. and, and back on the mound to start the second half. And I'm excited to see what he does going forward. I've been pleasantly surprised with how good he's been. I knew he would be good, but I mean, yeah. he's just been excellent. And what he actually said to us after the game too, he was kind of glad that that hit happened. So he didn't have to make a decision of yeah. letting Gray go 120 <laughs> pitches or more. He said, he said, I was actually kind of glad that hit happened. So I didn't have to make that call. <laughs> Tongue in cheek, right? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Tell you what, I mean, it would have been cool to see, but I mean, it, it is what it yeah. is. And, and yeah, you can't pull him when he's going for, for a no hitter. So no, but Gray's only the second pitcher in Rangers history to go at least seven innings, strike out nine people, give up no walks and one hit. And the other one, of course, 2013, you Darvish, his mm. perfect game with one batter left in Houston against the Astros. Yep. yep. That's the only other pitcher in Rangers history ever to do that, to have those numbers. So pretty impressive for John Gray. Good way to go into the all-star break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, just, just happy to happy that he's healthy, happy that he has made me look stupid and happy to, or excited to see what he does in the second half. Agree. All right. Before we move on, I just wanted to say one more thing. I know we've lost three in a row to Seattle, but you know, they've been in every game and Seattle has won 13 in a row. But besides yeah. Baltimore, Seattle is the hottest team in baseball right now. Yeah. And Baltimore got hot starting with the Rangers. Correct. And, and now we mentioned we had Tyler on, uh, it was us three couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like two weeks ago. And yeah. uh, we said we were kind of disappointed with Seattle. We expected them to be contending for the division lead. And they, I guess, I guess they listened to the podcast up there. Yeah. Cause so, they really haven't lost since they haven't lost since <laughs> next time. Uh, we'll, next time we talk some on, on Seattle, we'll just do it in the offseason. Yeah, I agree. Season. Yeah, yeah. Or, or we just won't do it. We'll just start talking yeah, smack against not? the Rangers, just, maybe. Yeah. And we can make that happen for them. How so. about just not talking smack out on them at, at all? But now they're doing what we we kind of thought they would be doing, not win 13 in a row. But, no, but we thought they'd be good, and they're definitely yeah. playing really good baseball right now. Yep, they've vaulted themselves right up to where we thought they would be. So, Correct. And, it, and they, uh, Houston better be careful because uh, – yeah. That rear that rear view mirror, there, there's somebody creeping up. Objects and mirror may be closer than they appear. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Next topic I wanted to get to, and it's been now talked about more and more. I wasn't going to bring this up, but it keeps getting it keeps getting brought up again and again and again. And that's bringing Joey Gallo back to Texas. Um, I'll give you my opinion first. I think I think his numbers are so much better in Texas. I think he likes it so much better in Texas. I think you could definitely use him here in Texas. I mean, you, basically that you would probably have to get rid of Cole Calhoun if you brought him back here to Texas for Joey Gallo. But I mean, I, you know, as mad as I was when they traded him last year, I know people look at his numbers and how bad he's done this year. And he's had an awful year. He's batting below 150. He has what, eight, 10 home runs, you know, yeah. not just not playing well at all, but his numbers were so much better when he was in Texas, even last year. I think he's just more comfortable and he plays better. I think you bring him back. I think he sort of revitalizes and has a good second half, but I don't know if the Rangers are willing to do it or not. Well, and, and 
be honest, do you want to trade for him? Well, not, see, not, not, be, not because of what he's done with the Yankees, but I'm just saying we know what I mean, we've, we've seen him. Yeah. Do you want to trade for him or do you want to just see what you can do in the offseason? Because you already got prospects for him. Yeah, his trade value is going to be pretty low right now, but how low? Well, the problem is the thing I think they're waiting for is if the Yankees DFA him. Yeah, they could. I mean, that's possible. Then because the Yankees have talked about it. If they DFA yeah. him, the Rangers could pick him up off of waivers. And like you said, I when they when the Yankees kind of announced to the world, yeah, we're looking to trade him. Yeah. And obviously every, all of us here in Texas were like, okay, is how's how legitimate are the Rangers going to be in their interest in 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 trying to acquire him now well, instead of in the offseason? And I thought, yeah. you know, after after about three days, it would go away and it hasn't. No, it has not. I mean, what I wouldn't give up for him is uh, Josh Smith, Ezekiel Duran, Trevor Hopper, and Glenn Otto. <laughs> I would definitely not give them up to get Joey Gallo back. Boy, you wanted to talk about, yeah, that would be. I mean, I love Joey Gallo, but, but we robbed the Yankees on that trade. Absolutely. And then Halver, he's doing fine. I mean, he's, yep. he's, he's, he's the he's, only one that hasn't made it to the majors yet. Right. And he's, he's doing, he's progressing as expected. He, he is. is. He's not, doing very well. Yeah. He's doing fine. And, and Otto, he's had some hiccups, but you can see why the Rangers uh, valued him. And you can obviously see what the Rangers valued in Josh Smith and Ezekiel Duran. Duran's yeah. going to hit, man. It don't yeah. matter where, yep. he, where he's at. And the only reason he's down in the minors right now is because he needs everyday bats. Correct. And same thing. It was the same thing with Sam Huff before Garver decided to have the surgery. And then it just, yeah, now Huff can play all, all the time. So, right. He can I hate, play I hate to promote one. our friends over there, but they just had Sam Huff on their show. If you want to go give that a listen. Yeah, the Texas Rangers baseball podcast. Yeah, whatever it's called. I don't know. That, I, don't keep up, I don't keep up with it or listen to every episode when they come out. Nothing like that. No, nah, so. we don't do that. We don't like those guys. No, not well, at all. That's why we never have them on our podcast. Yeah, that's why they weren't on the very last show we just talked about. But anyway, no, my opinion, I'd love to see him come back, but I wouldn't give up too much for him. That would be my I would, opinion. I would just wait until the offseason and see what transpires. I don't, I don't think... Or see what the Yankees do. Yeah. You know, wait for them to flinch. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think that I don't think the Rangers are going to trade for him. I think if he gets DFA, they'll look into it. Or like you said, he'll be a free agent in the offseason. He, he may now accept what the Rangers offered him last time. You yeah, know, it's no, looking pretty good that, to him right now. Huh? Knowing that, uh, that no one else is probably going to want him after the season he's had in New York. Yeah, not not for the not for the number that he's going to want, not for the no. number that the Rangers offered him last year. So, no. yeah, I bet you he's looking at that now, going bang. But I, I mean, I just don't think he's comfortable in New York. I think that's it too. I think he would I, again. I think he would be the same hitter if he came back here, forty home runs. I mean, still two hundred strikeouts, but that's Joey Gallo. He's going to strike yeah. out. But if you can hit forty home runs and one hundred and twenty RBI, you know, have that, a batting that, average at about two twenty five, yeah, which that can work on a on a on a playoff team. You know, you right. can have that guy because. Now you've got Seager and Simeon and these other guys that can hit around them that can do the real damage when you need it done. And Joey can be that guy that hits the home run in the ninth inning, you know, that goes 500 feet that everybody cheers about. Or be the guy that in, you know, <laughs> uh, doing what uh, Rodriguez did for the Seattle last night was, yeah. you know, you need one run and the bases are loaded. I'll just hit a home run. Just yeah. hit a granny. Why not? And, you know, and people tend to forget, you know, that he hits, I mean, or I'm sorry, that his defense is defense and base running, yeah. His defense is amazing. All right, I also wanted to talk about the the Washington Nationals offered Juan Soto like all the money in the world. Yeah. And he said 40 million was it? Yeah, and he said no. But of course it was also over 15 years. Um so here's well, the deal. You know, Juan Soto, now that is sort of starting to rumor around on on the Twitter. 
So what do you think about old Juan Soto and uh, what do you think it would take? I know there's been several people on Twitter that announced what they thought it would take. I'll just, I'll just give the first one. That was, yeah, uh, go ahead and give John's that one was good. John Moore. Let's see. I have here. It is Juan Soto and Josiah Gray for Jack Leiter, Cole Wynn, Ezekiel Duran, Evan Carter, and Justin Foscu. Everybody that all your top prospects, you I know mean, what though? It's going to take something like that to get them, to be honest. Yeah. Not just from the Rangers. I mean, it's going to take no from any team from anybody, but the so Rangers that's... have the currency. They have the, uh, they have the prospects to be able to get something like that done because you talk about all those guys, that would be a huge hit, but think about all the good players you still have in the minors. Even if you give those guys up. Yes. And so if you look at it, Soto's really banking on himself. Yeah. It was 15 years, but $440 million. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's kind of, he's kind of playing at free agency and I need to look and see when, when does he become a free agent? Do you know? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I'll try to look and see, but uh, he's, he's banking on himself for sure. And he wants to, he wants to go to the highest bidder. (laughs) He's wanting to, he's wanting to hit that free agent market and just see how much he can rack up over 500. I mean, goodness, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. If you're wanting to trade for him, like Washington flat out said, once he denied that contract, he, all right, well, we want to trade him. Well, the thing is, he's, here's the problem. He's so good that nobody's, I don't, there's not many teams or hardly any teams or maybe not any teams at all. Yeah. They're going to want to give up as much as it would take to get him because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. And for whatever reason, my internet's not working real right, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sure he's not a free agent this year. So, or after the season, so that ab- obviously adds to his value because he's not just a one-year rental. Yeah, so you, you have to give up a little extra. So, what's a little extra from the Rangers? Bubba Thompson, you got to throw him in there. Uh, you got to throw a lot of value. I mean, a lot of value. Yeah, another one. Soda. Another one I read was lighter, young Duran, either Colwyn or Eli White, along with. A Thompson, Thompson Walker, Kent Bradford type tier player for one Soto and Eric Fettel. So, you know, yeah. Eric Fetty, sorry. So, I mean, that's again, lighter, young, Duran, Wynn, and then Thompson Walker, Kent, some of those guys, Bradford, you know, again, huge numbers, but that's what you're going to have to give up. And again, the Rangers have that currency if they so want to go and get him. Yeah, but then what does that do? What is, I mean, do you have. Who are you going to replace those guys with? I mean, yeah. And personally, I think I don't, I personally don't see it. They need pitching. They, they don't need bats as bad as they need pitching. Yeah. And, and it's going to be, I I mean, if you look at the baseball version of Herschel Walker is what it's going to take. And yeah, yeah. That's basically what they've been comparing it to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and man, it's just not just for the Rangers. It's going to be hard for anybody, anybody. To, to give them that value, give the, give Washington that value. And you know what? I don't blame Washington either. Either you give us, you, yeah. you give us a Herschel Walker type deal or we're, he's staying here. No, when we're you not. have someone as good as him. Yeah. I would, I would do the same thing. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I, I would, would do I would the stand same pat, thing, especially if man, I can't get my, can't get my web stuff to work. I'll look that up while we, uh, yeah. Next, I want to look next at subject. the next, I want to look at the draft. So uh, I know who I want, but he won't be there anymore. Yeah. I think you and I are thinking the same person. Yeah, I want Drew Jones. Yes. But Drew yes. Jones is going either one or two. There's no way Drew Jones makes it to three. I don't think so. But if you look at Baltimore, they always have a 
quirky draft. They yeah, but I still to, think Arizona takes them, but Baltimore doesn't. Oh yeah, but that that's also gonna gonna let you you know take the guy that would be going likely going number two. Uh, and uh, hang on, the name's slipping me. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Jackson Holiday. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson or, Holiday or Elijah Green. I mean, it's going to be one of the shortstops, in my opinion. I, yeah, I think. I'd like to have Jackson holiday. If we're not going to get Drew Jones, I'd like to have Jackson holiday. I would not, I would not flinch at that one, but the Rangers have also put value in the, in the, the, not the prep guys, the, the college guys. Yep. Correct. So, uh, uh, Brooks Lee is, is really the only top prospect draft prospect that's, that went to college. The rest of them are prep guys. Correct. So he would be able to uh, develop quicker. And would you would anticipate be ready faster? And yep. but it's it's just how how much you think that uh that Jackson's going to be. Um, I mean, do you do you really think the ceiling up? I mean, what what's his what's his ceiling? What's his floor? And all that Correct. good stuff. Yep. So Juan Soto is will is scheduled to become a free agent in twenty twenty five. So that's crazy. I yeah, mean, you're going to have to give, Okay. You're going to give up everything for him. You got to give up your whole team. Yeah. Your entire minor league. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know right, what? So, just, just, just let everybody, all your minor league organizations know, Hey, we're going to have to shut everything down. Cause we're not going to have any players. Cause we're trading for one. Soto. yep. All right. I think it's going to be holiday or Collier that the Rangers pick up cam Collier from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Now on one projection, I looked at, I saw that they had uh, Georgia tech catcher, Kevin Parada. I saw that as well. I yeah. was about to bring that up. And yeah. and I don't it, know. I mean, they're pretty set at catcher. I mean, but you take the best guy available. I understand that. Right. And MLB, you've got to take the best, best player available. Yep. It's not, I mean, and you if, still, you want to do that in, in, you know, like football, you, you want to do that same thing, but you can kind of narrow it down to where you want to, where you need a player. Cause they can, you can slot them in right away, you know, in yeah, football, but every, in the NBA, same thing. Every draft projection I've looked at has Holiday and Drew Jones going either one or two in one of those, you know, either one and two or two and one, one of those orders. So if the Rangers can get one of those guys, I'd jump all over it. You know, say, like mm-hmm. you said, say if Baltimore pulls a uh, pulls an audible and, and takes Parada, you know, takes Kevin Parada, the catcher, or, you know, takes somebody like Collier, you know, who knows? They mm-hmm. could go crazy and do something like that. Then you take either Holiday or Drew Jones, whoever's I, left after Arizona picks. I completely agree. And it, if 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 Baltimore does what I mean, like I said, they they they're quirky with their drafts. They like to spread their bonus pool out. Correct. So I'm going with with uh, with Collier, third uh, third baseman. You'll go with Collier. That's who I'm going with. Okay, I'm gonna. That's such a that's a safe pick. Come on, you usually you you get ballsy with these kinds of things. Well, Come I, on, uh, Tamar Johnson is another one I really like, but he's not projected <laughs> in the top three. You know. And no. hasn't been for a while. So I don't think mm. the Rangers are going to go down and get him. Yeah. And yeah, I could see the that. only I thing. Mean, the only thing, though, with uh, with, you know, Pareda is he is a college guy and the Rangers have taken mm-hmm. a lot of college guys lately. So I could kind of see that. But I'm going safe on this one. I'm going Collier. I'm going to I'm going to go with, with Jackson Holiday. I'm going to say Baltimore. Baltimore gets crazy. Does their I hope crazy, you're right. Does their crazy <laughs> thing. And that means Drew Jones goes number two. Yep. And Jackson Holiday falls to three. If somehow Drew Jones falls to three, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna jump around like Richard Simmons like I did last year. When yep. they got well, I mean, Jack there's Lider. no there's no lighter this time. There's no no there's no hundred percent for sure pick at the mm-hmm. Rangers spot like there was last year. Everybody knew last year, mm-hmm. you know, 
that it was going to be Jack Leiter. There was no question about it whatsoever. Yeah. Of course, we were all nervous they would screw it up, but they didn't. And they took Leiter. Yeah, we were scared. Let's <laughs> be honest. We weren't nervous. We were scared. Uh, so I say Collier, you say Holiday. I like I'll it. say Holiday. I hope you're say, right. I'm going to say Baltimore. Baltimore does their crazy thing where they do the spread pool. They spread pool. They like to spread their their, their signing pool. Yeah. And they're going to get, uh, they're going to go with, a, it's, I don't want to say lesser, high, the, how do I word this? Less, <laughs> less highly touted high. Yeah. Holy cow. I can't, you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I okay, do. Yeah. They're going to get a highly touted prospect, but they're not going to get one of the big, big, big ones. Exactly. So, right. so yeah, I'd love to be wrong. Hopefully you're right. Hopefully it's holiday, but I think he's gone, you know, at one or two. If, if you look at the way it should go, yeah, it should one way or the other be holiday and Jones going one, two. I agree. Uh, All right. Either let's, way. Let's go down to the minor leagues. And take a look at how things are going. We'll start at Down East, who is tearing it up. They're 40 and 40, 45 and 40, sorry, overall. Um, you know, they've had some uh they've had some really good young players really producing at that level. I mean, yeah. I'm bringing up the numbers now. Yeah, they won today five to two at, Correct. at home against Columbia. And you know, some people down there that you may have heard of. Somebody like Mitch Bratt, who was also mm. on the Texas Rangers baseball podcast. He's been having a great, great season. Yes, he has. You know, you've probably also heard of uh, Gavin Collier. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the Collier in this year's draft. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, I was going to mention this and I forgot. Do you know they, they were saying, you know, every year they put out a list of like funny names in the draft. And there's actually a, a player being drafted this year named Harry Potter. Oh, nice. His parents must have hated him. I bet they did because they, <laughs> they named him Harry Potter. So can you imagine like all the jokes that are going to happen when he makes it to the majors? Oh, nice. Well, and Holiday is uh, Matt Holiday's son. So Yeah. Yep. Which is another reason I want him. The top two picks, both former major leaguer sons. Mm-hmm. Drew yeah. Jones is Andrew Jones's son. Well, so, and yeah. Green is Eric Green, former NFL tight end son. Oh, that's so. right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Anyway, you keep going. Liam Hicks, someone else people have heard of, and also Ian Muller, both catchers, you know, so I'm saying the Rangers seem to be stacked with catchers at the moment. Yeah, they, they do, but it, it, well, I mean, Maximo Acosta is having a good Maximo season. Maximo Acosta. Yeah, Cam Cawley is up. another one. Mm-hmm. Alejandro so, Azuna. Correct. Alejandro Azuna is another one. So Got they an have 861 some, OPS, 316 average, seven homers, 41 RBIs. And, yeah. And, they've got some guys. Daniel Mateo. Yeah. 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 They're so, yeah, doing really well. Down East is probably, I don't know if they're the best right now because Hickory is also kicking some butt. So, yes, they are. Hickory, uh, while we're recording this on a Saturday night, Hickory's losing 4 3, but they'll probably come back because they always seem to. Yeah, and that's just in the fifth inning. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're at home against Wilmington. So Hickory, another team. Let's take a look at their roster. Oh, what's their record? I forgot to look. Uh, Hickory is. This is good radio right here. Having to yeah, wait for your phone awesome. to load. Well, while you do that, Luis Angel Acuna is that's leading the man. It. Yep, we had him on this podcast last year when he was at Down East. He's hitting three hundred nine. Uh, he's got a eight ninety seven OPS. He's doing it. He's had a really good season, 24 steals as well, and playing shortstop mainly. Aaron Zavala, last year's second round pick. Yep. Doing just fine. And his first full season of uh, a full season ball. Hickory is 45 and 40 overall, by the way. Mm-hmm. Evan Carter started in Hickory, obviously, uh, has moved 
No, he hasn't. Has he? No, I think he's still in Hickory. Dang it. Okay. Let me redo that. Yeah. Nineteen-year-old uh, Evan Carr. He doesn't even look nineteen. No. And he's still and he's considered skinny and and he yeah nineteen years old, two sixty-five. Yeah. Seven homers, forty-three RBIs, and he's going to fill out. Yes. So as and an our outfielder. Buddy, yep. Another one we had on last year, Mason Englert. Mm-hmm. Englert's having a really good season. Larson Ken Kendrick. Larson Kendrick, yeah. thank you. Also another good one on the pitching side, you know. So again, there Tacoa Roby, TK Roby's another one you've heard of. Ricky mm-hmm. Vanasco, maybe people have heard of. Yeah. Ricky Fuzzballs. Ricky Fuzzballs, another guy we've had on the show. Mm-hmm. So fun guy. Fun guy. So they're 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 filled with more more guys we've had on the show than down east. But down east is you know, 18, 19 year old kids. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like you said, we had Louis Angel Acuna last year uh off out of there. And and I wouldn't mind. I think at some point he's at Frisco this year. I believe so as well. It, once they after the all-star break and, and all that shakes out kind of like last year. There's a shakeup, and that, that was when Hickory was killing everybody with Foscu and Duran and Josh Smith and Blaine Krim, just yep. killing everybody. But then they all they kind of shifted everything around, and some guys went up to Double A. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so let's let's move on to Frisco, who is always exciting. Frisco, uh, you know they do their they do their league in two halves. Mm-hmm. So Frisco's nine and seven in the second half. Uh, of the season, which just started, but overall they're again, 45 and 40. That seems familiar. Doesn't it? That's three straight yeah. teams. The Rangers have that are 45 and 40 <laughs> as a record. So, but Frisco started super hot, cooled off mm-hmm. a little bit, but they also sent a lot of people up to triple a, you know, they're, I mean, Cole Reagan's one we've talked about a lot, had him on the show has done. Well, Duran went straight up to the bigs. And then when they sent yeah. him back down, he went, he went to triple a triple a so. Cody Bradford has had a, a kind of a rough season overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Church has been playing really good, you know, hey, as far as that goes. Our Ranger Report BFF, and I'm going to call him BFF because it's a best farmhand for life. Yeah, Zach Kent, man. Zach Kent. Did you see what he did the other I night? I did. I did. Four no-hit innings with six yep. strikeouts. That's, and, that's uh, decent. Yeah, yeah. He's he's doing pretty well since his call-up to, to double-A, and we've had him on multiple times. We'll have him on again more often. He, uh, he actually yep. likes us, you know. Oh, and there's a guy that I mean, some of you may have heard of that's pitching in the futures game tonight. I think his name is Lighter. Some is yeah. he is that is he related to Al Lighter? Uh he might be, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He was sort of it a high makes... pick for the Rangers. Oh, yeah, that guy. Anyway, yeah, Lighter is again, people are disappointed with him having an area over five and all that. Dude, it's his first professional season. Mm-hmm. He's getting his strikeouts, he's getting his innings. That's really what it's about. I know people want him to win every single game. He goes out there and have a zero ERA. But you know, when you're trying to find your way, learn to pitch against other professionals, he's gonna have some struggles here and there. But overall, he's right on track to where the Rangers thought he would be. Yeah, and this is why I thought they should have started him in high A. Now I know yeah. it's easy to say now, but we have I am on record, I am on recording saying I thought he should start in high A and that he would before they, before the season started and uh, to get his feet wet. Cause he didn't pitch any pro ball last year. He threw over a hundred innings at Vandy. So yep. they decided not to, not to risk anything. He had done enough. So they draft right. him and they, they sit him, they sit him down, but I think, you know, he, he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, he I'm will not, be. I'm he not will concerned be. about it. You no. know, first All right, season. Uh, keep up with the ranger report.com. There will be an article coming out about Justin Slayton. That was written by my friend, Nathan Haig. 
Uh, he told me, he boys. told me, he told me I could use it. It's already run at his paper. So I waited to give him a couple weeks there before I used it, but he told me I had permission to use it. So we'll put that on our site talking about Slate and another one, of course, you know, Avery Weens. Owen White is one that has done really well since oh, being yeah. called up. Yeah. And he's highly touted and he's getting a chance to, to, to show why uh, he's so highly touted. I know last year he was, he was injured quite a bit. So, uh, I believe so. Yep. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. And then we got I'm our friends. Think, I'm getting him mixed oh, up for whatever reason with Cole Reagans, but Cole was oh, injured no, two yeah. years in a row. Yeah, Cole, Cole was, was injured two, two in a row. Cole okay. was injured two in a row. Yeah. Owen yeah. White was injured and just came back, but he's he started it at high A, did well, and he's done well at Frisco. On the mm-hmm. infield, our buddies Jax Biggers and Blaine Krim both having really good seasons. Mm-hmm. Foskey's having a pretty good season. You know, Jonathan or Jonathan Ornalis is having a really good season. 325. Yeah. Justin Harris is having a really good season. They're loaded with Martinez, Stowers. I'm just saying they've got so many Martinez, Josh Stowers. Yep. So they They are are. loaded with talent. I expect them to, I mean, I expect them to finish the season with a winning record, depending on how many of those guys get moved up before the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Because the the shakeup is always going to happen. Right. Right. Yep. And then there's my favorite team that uh, that I covered earlier this year. You're, you're like a <laughs> you're best friends with them now. You've covered them so much. I know. I went to four Spent straight so much games of that team. So Round Rock is 46 and 42. Look at that. They're not 45 and 40. <laughs> what the difference? Five, five and five in their last 10. They're in third place in the PCL East. Um, and again, Cole Reagans, he's had a, he's had a few rough outings. Uh, I mean, not really rough. His his ERA is now above four. Oh my goodness! You know, it was it was two something when he started, but he's yeah. still he's still doing really well. You know, AJ mm-hmm. Alexi is up he's for up. now. Uh, we won't talk about Colby Allard. Uh, you know who else mm-hmm. has been a huge disappointment to me, and that's Koei Arihara. Yeah, this, and I think he's just he's going to stay in AAA. He ain't going to go down. He ain't going to go up. He ain't going to get DFA'd. He's already, well, he's already been DFA'd. Yeah. He's just there to, to fill a roster spot in the rotation at this point, because he did not adapt well at all uh, from the Japanese baseball no. to, to the major league baseball. And so he'll be in AAA, just kind of filling a, a rotation spot, which is good. I mean, to be honest, you do need some of those guys. But Correct. As far as expecting anything from him. No. Well, the big ones to watch down there, uh, Cole Reagan's, Cole Wynn and Jake Latz are the three that I'm really watching mm-hmm. as far as starting pitchers that may come up later this year. Mm-hmm. I could see Latz actually having a bullpen role if he comes up later, but I think both Wynn and Reagans, if they get called up, it'll be for a starting role. Yeah, I think I don't honestly, I don't know. Well, I, we'll have to keep an eye on Cole. Yeah. Or, well, Reagans. Reagans <laughs> gotta be yeah, careful. Reagans, yeah. <laughs> but when I bet you see. Yeah. Uh, I bet you see when, but since Reagans is coming off at two straight injury riddles two straight Tommy Johns. Yeah. I don't know how hard they're going to push him. I agree. But, but I, I could totally see Colwyn coming up at some point. Um, Bubba. I mean, yep. we've talked yeah. about Bubba. I mean, well, then we look at infielders. We're hope we're hoping we're supposed to have next week. Ryan Doro come on the show. Ryan Doro. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get Ryan on. Of course, Duran's there. Abanez is having a nice season, not a great season, but he's having a nice season for mm-hmm. round rock. You know, Davis Wenzel is not having a great season. Well, is he still on the IL though? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah, I think so. He's, but I mean, even before that, he was struggling. Yeah. Low, low two batting average. Not a lot of under home 200. runs. Yeah, he's under think, 200. Yeah, he's under 200. He's been, he's been struggling, but he's still a guy the Rangers have faith and believe mm-hmm. in. I, the injury is probably part of the reason that he's he was, been injured really is, is both seasons. Yeah. Both, both seasons. So it's, he needs to, 
need to see if he can stay healthy. Uh, that's that's probably going to be the, the biggest concern with him. And actually, Valoria. Yeah, that's I mean, there's a reason he was called up. Correct. Yeah, correct. Before Sam Huff. And it's because he was hitting 344 at a nine six. Uh, is that a nine and nine eighty three OPS? And he's a pretty darn good catcher as well. So another yeah, career, like, like you said, they're loaded catching. Yeah. And then same thing outfield, you know, with uh, with Stephen Duggar, Nick Solak out there, Bubba Steele. And then Josh Delay is an, Josh Delay is an interesting one. That is Josh Soleil is an interesting one because he is a he had a drug issue mm-hmm. and was out of baseball for a while, kind of like the Josh Hamilton story, except, you know, he doesn't quite have the talent that Josh had. But when the number one overall pick, <laughs> but he has been cleaning up at triple A. I mean, the man has been hitting some home runs, playing some good defense. So good for him just for getting his life back in order and getting to play some baseball. Don't know if you ever see him. If you do, it'd be a cool story. Mm-hmm. Even if he's only up for a couple of games, it'd be a cool story to see Soleil maybe in September for a minute, if he continues to just tear it up like he's doing, but he's not one that, that you should expect to be a future Ranger. Yeah. And I, and I've also been upset with, not upset. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Disappointed with a certain apostle. Yeah. Uh, he is not from being one of their, their top 25 prospects. I don't yeah. know if he still is, but he, he just hasn't had it this year and he's on the IL right now. I know, but he just hasn't, He's hitting 224. Yeah. And just with 325 OBP. Um, let's talk a little bit about Bubba because I was worried about his his OBP last yeah. time we talked about mm-hmm. him. He's starting to walk. Yeah, he he's is. Starting to walk. He's starting to walk. And he is. He's getting that OBP up. I mean, the more he's on base, the better because he's going to steal. He's going to steal. He leads the entire organization in steals. He does. <clears throat> Excuse me. He leads the entire minor leagues, doesn't That's, he, in steals? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And uh, let's see how many is it now. I'm, it, it, it's, a, it's another one every day, so I'm losing track. 41. 41, so, yeah. It's just incredible for the first yeah. half of the season. Yeah, I mean, 41. he's on pace for almost 80 steals. That's probably not going to happen, but he's on pace for that. So. Yeah, he can He can, He can. can get to 60. I mean, he, he is will a guy, get, and I've heard, he I've heard uh, he'll get to 60. I've heard John and Jeff talk about this, but he's a guy that I'm afraid, you know, He's he's a rule five eligible if they don't put him on the 40 man. He's someone you could hide on a roster to bring in late games to run the bases. Absolutely. And, and he's and fast enough in the outfield. He's someone that could hide on a roster all year. So if they don't put him on the 40 man, they're probably going to lose him. Oh, this offseason, absolutely. They yeah. probably would have yeah. this last year if, if there, there was, was a 40 a man. Five. Yeah, you so, there was a rule five. And that's yeah. probably why they risked not putting he and uh uh Jake Latz on the 40 man and, and exposing them to rule five because they knew that they had some back 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 door knowledge that there yeah. wasn't going to be a rule five so they yeah. were able to do that so i mean i don't know if that's true or not i'm just yeah assuming. i'm assuming well i mean i think they were hoping yeah assuming uh, <laughs> but oh. bubba yeah he will not he will not get through the rule five this year for sure no. and i just don't see how they won't put him on the 40 man in the off season unless they do it they make a trade but i don't see i just with the future of the outfield right now, with if you look at it, Laoti and Adolis, Adolis is I think is solidified, even though he's struggling pretty bad right now. Yeah, I think Adolis is is, is going to be here to stick. I think sure. he's having a good enough season to stay. I yeah, and I mean the, the only thing about him is the consistency. You know, his his peaks and valleys are are monstrous. Yeah, I agree. And the the, the I want him to be more of a the heart monitor yeah, <laughs> instead yeah, of, yeah, instead of so yeah. big, so, so, so many, so many, uh, or such large steeps and such large hills. What yeah. am I talking about? Yeah. Am I, uh, am I an environment? What, 
What is, I'm a geographer. You're, yeah, we we're now getting into anyway. The peaks and valleys with him right now are just so high and low. And yeah, let's be a heart monitor. See, now I'm a doctor. Now, doctor, geologist. We cover it all here on the Range Report mm-hmm. podcast. But anyway, Sunday, keep up with the, our Twitter account. Uh, we will be posting who the Rangers get when they get him. I'll be I'll be putting it up as quick as as quick as I can. As soon as they found out who it is, I'll try to put an article up on the site about him. A little bit about. I mean, it's pretty easy. I'll just write one about all three of them and post the one. The yeah, there you get, go. It'll and be I'm pretty prob- easy to do. I'm probably going to have one up tomorrow as well. So. Okay. So we're going to try to hit that. This podcast will be out on a Saturday. Um, so anyway, yeah, the draft is coming up. And then and then right after that is the trade deadline. So it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. Stay tuned to the Ranger Report podcast for all your news and all your uh, all your stories and podcasts. And also, I, I just want to thank publicly on the podcast, Dallas Sports Nation, for picking us Absolutely. up. And then, you know, because for the first time in my life, I've been covering the Rangers for 12 years. For the first time, I actually got to go cover the Rangers this year, thanks to Dallas Sports Nation. Twice. Actually got credentials twice, got to go sit in the press box, hang out with all these people that I BS back and forth on Twitter with all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, the environment, the, the atmosphere, everything. It's a cool experience. You know, it's something that as a teacher, not a journalist, has been really fun to be able to do that I never knew I'd actually get the chance to do. So thanks to Dallas Sports Nation for giving us that opportunity and just for, you know, helping us extend our reach to uh, to more of you guys out there. Because I showed CJ the other day, our numbers are ridiculously up. Yes, and we're not bragging. Oh, wait, yeah, we are. Well, they I mean, are. we've already blown away the numbers of last year. year we've had. Yeah, we're, we're already 4,000 listens over last year, and it's only July. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're just, we're humbled, really. Yeah, uh, by I mean, by how how awesome the fans have been and, and y'all's support of us and and obviously you enjoy at least listening to the guests that we get yeah yeah on. well I mean so. we, we try to bring you what we can we try to make it entertaining and we try to make it you know informative and we try to get guests that we want to talk to and we think you want to listen to mm-hmm. and we really are thankful guys I mean seriously my first year to do this I had 86 lessons and you know we broke through 10,000 back in May this year so not not total this year this year, like, you know, alone. we're, we're, we're way up over that, but we had, we had less than 10,000 in 2021 and we've already, we broke 10,000 at the end of May in 2022. So we're looking CJ and I have set a goal of 20. I think we'll hit that. Uh, yep. I believe so. Especially if, if we continue getting, getting excellent guests on, like, like Ben said, we're expecting Ryan Doro next week. Uh, also Emily Jones McCoy is going yep. to be getting on with us pretty quick. And, uh, Zach Kent will get on with us again, at least once I, yeah. I will, I will I know, cause he that. keeps bugging us to get back yeah. on. So we'll have Zach again. Zach might be a, a regular monthly recurring guest here going forward. Yeah, I think so. And he he's earned it for sure. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, he's having a good year. He's he not, deserves all. He's the, not all at the, that level of Jack Leiter and Cole Reagan's yet, but he's he's building up and he's getting he's good. he's deserving of, of all the attention we can try to get him. We're so. going to hitch our wagon to that boy, hoping he makes it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and I'm going to I'll take credit. I, I'll take credit for, for for picking him up, picking up on him last you year. You were yeah, last year. You were I, the first one to start talking about Zach. And so, yeah, in fact, gonna, you, we always talk about this but you got us the interview and then you weren't able to weren't able to make yeah it. the first interview zach's first interview zach's first interview is still our biggest <laughs> our biggest podcast of the show yeah i was able to get him uh, get him to come on and i wasn't able to make it bend nope. into the interview and that's the biggest one we've had <laughs> i wasn't even there. <laughs> i'd like to so. say it's because of me but when i did the podcast by myself they had seven listens an episode so i don't think it was just me <laughs> <laughs> Oh 
Oh goodness. Well, but anyway, yeah. I, I did connect with the Rangers media guy. Uh, I told CJ this. So hopefully here in the next little while, we'll start having some big leaguers on as well. And I'm hoping, uh, you know, I'm shooting for the stars, but hopefully as when the season ends, maybe, you know, October or November, maybe Woody, we can get Woody on the show, mm-hmm. you know, maybe get, uh, I'd like to have Tony Beasley on the show too. Absolutely. So, you know, and I'm still shooting for, uh, I haven't emailed him cause we've been so busy, but still want to get groups on the show. There's lots of guests mm-hmm. we haven't had yet that we're going to try to get for y'all. So, uh, and we're looking to get, uh, Hannah wing on the show as well. I met her the other night when I was there, by the way, she is tall. Yeah. She said she's six one. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, I had to like, hello, look up big time at her when I met her super. I mean, just as nice in person as she looks like she is on TV, super sweet person, super nice person. So, I mean, and all those people there are, no one's ever treated me bad. And I'm actually trying to get one or both of Mark McLemore and David Murphy on as well. That would also be awesome. We can get the other CJ on maybe hopefully. Yeah. CJ Nikowski. That that would be, uh, we would have to call that episode CJ squared. So (laughs) we don't, let's get him on just for that purpose right there. You know, I had an alter ego years ago named Christopher Joseph. Oh, you didn't realize that was me. Yeah. Chris, is that your middle name? (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. No, I did not know that. This is a long time ago. Like on Nathan's podcast, we did a, uh, he was an eighties. He was an eighties pop star. It was something we made up a long time ago. He used to come on and, and do songs for us. And people took him forever to figure out that it was actually me pretending to be someone else. Like, cause we would actually like, I was so bad. One of the episodes I had two different microphones and I'd speak in one as me and then switch over and speak in the other one as Christopher <laughs> Joseph and people. And I mean, we did all kind of crazy stuff with it, but now anyway, everybody knows what my first, what my initials stand for. Yeah. But now if I do that, you know, we could have three CJs on if I pretended to be, you know. <laughs> That would be interesting as all. But Joseph right was, was his last name. Look at that. I'm saying it like he's a real person, but you know, <laughs> I actually have a full album that we made. So that's, that's, I'll great. show you something from it sometime. Cause it is all the whole point. I was about was, to say, I need to, the whole point was to make fun of pop music. It was back when boy bands were really popular. This oh, back, like, like new kids on the Yeah, block. We started this in early two thousands and he had a song uh, called Amor of your love. That was my favorite one. <laughs> It was Mexican and American together. And it was, it was so bad. So bad. I got to hear this. Yeah, And I had a friend, his name was Mark Kite and it was spelled M-A-R-C-K-Y-T-E. <laughs> so we were making fun of, you know, we were making fun of all kinds of stuff. That, that's like I said, the only music I've ever put out there has never been the real stuff I work on. It's always this crap that I think is funny. <laughs> Oh, that is funny. I'm, I'm having to wipe my eyes a little bit. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll, have to, I'll have to see if I can find it and send you at least one of the awful songs that we did. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to have to request one. at least. Yeah, those are bad. We can we can use it for bumper music if I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> People will immediately turn it off, but that's OK. Well, yeah, it will. We'd have to pretty quickly, I'm sure. But. Yeah, they would have to. It's bad. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> yeah, it's time to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for uh, looking for Darrow next week. Other than that, we will talk to you guys on the next show. And with that, deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com. <laughs>